This is the MD's Fantasy Football Show with Dan Mader. Giving you the X's and O's of all things fantasy. We got the Buffalo Bills taking on the New England Patriots in this game. The Bills favored at minus nine with a, a whopping over under of 41 and a half, even with the big Bills blowout line. Um, considering the Bills have only seen two over games and the Patriots only one over a game, guess what I'm going to cash, fellas, in case you haven't figured out the trend. It's the under, baby, 41 and a half. Uh, not expecting a ton of points. Bills, I thought if their offense was going to get back on track, it would have been last week. Now they're playing against a team that, while I don't think the Patriots are uber talented right now with all the injuries they've had on defense, knows them pretty well, tends to play them pretty tough. I'm not going to bet the over. I'm going to tell you that right now. I'm expecting the under in this one. I'm probably staying away from the line, too, while we're at it. Uh, Josh Allen, you're still going to have to play him. You, you, you know, you're going to play him as a top three quarterback. That never changes. Don Kincaid looks like he'll be back this week. He clears concussion protocol and Allen's shoulders, not of a concern as of this moment. Uh, James Cook, we talked about him. Ho-hum RB2. Let's talk a little Ramondre Stevenson because I think this is what we need to figure out. So finally for him, at the very least, I said last week, this is it, buddy. You got to show me something or we're going to be bailing on you with for whatever we can get you for. He does have a decent game against the Raiders. He finally gets in the end zone. And he had a decent game, by the way, missing pretty much the entire third quarter because he was getting evaluated concussion, had a little bit of an ankle issue, practice limit capacity today, should be fine heading into Sunday. While he got back on track last week, and I'll kick this over to Adam here, uh, would you buy low on him, or is this your opportunity to sell high on Ramondre Stevenson in your opinion? I don't know if I, I'm reaching the levels of um, of buying low on him, but I'm not desperately selling him. If I got a good offer for him or if there's someone who's freaking out on a wide receiver that I like, then I'll, I'll probably make an offer. Um, but I, I'm staying pat in a lot of the teams where I have him. Uh, I, I think this stretch of offensive play for them has been really weird. I don't think the stretch they had to start the season is them for real either. Uh, but I do think that the truth probably lies somewhere in the middle. I mean, this is an egregiously bad stretch of games. Mac Jones went from like QB 14 to QB 30 in like a two week span um, just from <laughs> playing atrocious. So I don't know. I, I, I think the, again, the truth is probably somewhere in the middle. I think the offense gets back on track a little bit. And with that, I think he uh, can become a little bit more consistent of a piece, but the ceiling of last year isn't there. Yeah, I mean, I tend to agree. This week's going to tell us more, right? Buffalo, 12th most fantasy points to the running backs. They've been getting gashed. If he comes in and has another good game this week, then at least we can look at him as like, all right, the matchup's favorable. Maybe we can expect you to put up the production we were hoping we would get out of you when we drafted you. And at least that is an improvement from, frankly, what we've gotten in the first few weeks of the season. So I'm, I'm kind of with you there. You're playing Ramondre Stevenson as an RB, too. Uh, Chase, I think we can flex Latavius this week. Uh, I'm still a little bit lower in ECR. I got him at 36. They got him at 33. But without Harris, Murray pretty much split with James Cook, still getting the goal line opportunities, still getting the passing down opportunities. Obviously, he's not as good as James Cook's, hence the discrepancy in the rankings. But 
I think in a week like this, we could flex him. I want to hold my nose. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Uh, yeah, I got him about where you do. I have him at 34. I mean, I'm splitting what? the difference between you and, e and ECR. But uh, yeah, I'm not happy about it. He's actually doing what I kind of thought and what I think a lot of people thought that Damian Harris would do for them this season. I, I thought Damian Harris would have basically the role that, that Latavius Murray has taken, but Latavius Murray has actually taken it a little further than I thought even Harris would, which is just inexplicable to me, but I guess, you know, I, I'm not in the building every day. So that's why I'm talking about it and not running the show there. Um, yeah. I mean, he's, is he flexible based on you know, a full fifth of the league on by this week and 1800 injuries. Yeah. He's flexible. I'm not, I'm not running out to grab him or anything unless you're absolutely desperate, but yeah, yeah, he's flexible. I have him in the same place you do. Yeah. It's, it's a little gross, especially this week. Uh, Stefan Diggs, We do love him. Wide receiver three, Gabe Davis. We got him as a wide receiver, uh, wide boomer bus wide receiver three. That, that really doesn't change with Gabe Davis any given week. I don't, I'm not even bothering with a single Patriot wide receiver. I know Kendrick Bourne had a nice game last week. I, I get that, but go ahead and play Kendrick Bourne next week and see what happens. I mean, seriously, like uh, there's no way I'm trusting any of these pass catchers in New England Patriots right now. That includes Hunter Henry, which his last chance for me to get back on track was last week. Done with him. He's at tight end 19 and Kincaid. I could care less. Like I'm at tight end 23. So I'm ready to go on to the next matchup 